listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Join us for our weekly broadcast. His abounding grace with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Reverend Gwendolyn Dixon for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for Declaring the Finished Work for an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. Reverend Ray and friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. with the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m., join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a Word in Season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m., be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Louis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Reverend Curtis, Reverend Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful, a youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. Hey family, we are excited to have two new broadcasts added to the When Christians Speak Talk Radio Network. Marriage Takeover, The Body of One. Hosted by Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson, it airs every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our hosts cover a wide range of topics to help build stronger marriages. They leave nothing off the table. Our newest broadcast, R3, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk, premieres Sunday, October 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and will air every second Sunday of the month. Our hosts, Elston Green, Cleophas Malone, Antonio Mitchell, and Ray Rose will create a space by men and for men to have real conversations. It's time to be free, men, from false standards and the expectations of society, family, and self. So don't forget, that's every second Sunday of the month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. R to the third power. Real life, real men, real talk. When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry, we are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. 
If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Unto the Lord, for He is good. Yes, He is good. As a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, all of your gifts are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com. God bless you. Praise the Lord and welcome to another hour of Declaring the Finished Work. This is your host, Pat Randall, and my co-host with me, Jordana Cunningham. That's right. Hey, y'all. Well, we're just going to um, kick off and see where the Holy Spirit is going to take us. Uh, we may share some words, uh, do a little singing, do a little praying, amen, do a little declaring, glory to God. So I am going to ask my daughter to start off with prayer, amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, Jesus. Hey, Hallelujah. lover of my soul, I just thank you for this day, God. I thank you even for the breath that we have in our lungs, Lord God, to speak and to lift up your praises. I thank you, God, for this hour that we're going to spend just loving on you and you loving on us, God. I thank you that what we have to share today would uh, lift up those who are downtrodden, would set the captives free, God, and that as we encourage others, we would also encourage ourselves, God. So just have your way in this time, and we will give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In my brother's name, amen. 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 So here we are in 2019. It it feels like 2018 just kind of moved quickly ahead. And um, I think I'm, I want to share a little bit about process during 2018 because there was so much going on in in 2018 and my focus mainly during 2018 was really practicing what it means to wait on God you know we start off embracing a principle. And it takes us a little while to really get into the depth of what that, that spiritual principle has for us. And not that I have arrived in this place of waiting on God, but you know, I'm con still continuing to to grow in it and to begin to understand that in order to truly wait on God, you have to let go. You have to let go of the control, trying to control situation, even controlling your own spiritual growth and understanding that it is he who began the good work in you and that it is him that will faithfully complete it. And what, what that really means in your life as you go through living a day-to-day -day life, doing all the things that we do, um, living in this life on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm going to let you jump in at that point. Okay, um, so I just opened my Bible to see, like, Keith, what you going to say today? And I'm going to try and get through it. I can already feel myself getting emotional about it. Oh, Jesus. So the, it, the Bible opened up to um, just a page, two pages that said names, titles, and offices of Christ. And immediately, 
I just leapt in my spirit. Like, I just wanted to shout in the middle of you talking. So I'm just going to read some of these names as they are. Even as I just look over them, I just get excited about it. Let me just read some of them. He is the Lord of all. He is the Lord of glory. He is the Lord of our righteousness. He is our redeemer. He is the righteous one. He is the root and the offspring of David. He is the ruler of Israel. He is the son of God. He is the son of man. He is the son of the highest. He is the bright and morning star. He is the son of righteousness. He is the truth. He is the vine. He is the way. He is faithful and true. He is the word of God. Thank you. He is Lord God Almighty. He is the Lamb of God. He is the King of Israel. He is head over all things. He is heir of all things. He is the high priest, the most holy one. He is the horn of salvation. He is forever blessed, God. He is the governor. He is the first begotten. He is the faithful witness. He is the first and the last. So, it's so funny um, because that's how God is. You just, when you come into a relationship with God and um, and if you've been um, in relationship with him for any amount of time, it's so interesting because you can, in any moment, in any part of your day, um, you can read a scripture you've read before, you can... Um, see a title of God that you've seen hundreds of times before, and it can just hit you. Like when I opened the Bible to these pages and saw all that he is and all his, his titles and, and um, his offices and all of the names that we call him, I just got excited because he is our everything. Um, and I am just overcome with emotion because even when I think about all that happened in 2018 and all that will happen in 2019, I know that, that, and I didn't even read nearly half of all of these names and titles that are on these two pages, but he is my everything and he is your everything. So whatever happened in 2018 and whatever will happen in 2018, he is the Lord of glory. He is the Lord God Almighty. He is your salvation and your peace and your truth and your way, and that is more, I can't even express um, the the peace and the comfort and the joy and excitement, and it is to know that we are um, heirs and children of a God who loves us so much, who, who has done all the work for us, and who will walk with us as we go throughout this journey. Amen. And, and the other thing that... Um, leapt in my spirit when you were reading these names was that there is no name above the names of Jesus. Amen. Amen. There is there's nothing there is nothing that we can name that is above that. Amen. Amen. And still he is so much more. Yes he is. Because there is no end to him. He is. He just is. And the other thing I was thinking about as you were talking about 2018 is that as we move into 2019, there are things that occurred in 2018 there may be revelations that occurred in 2018 and i just want to encourage you to take the positive things mm -hmm. that occurred in 2018 and bring them with you bring them with you in terms of being a stepping stone as you step into 2019 with an expectation of even receiving greater greater revelation, uh, greater experiences with God and staying open, not judging where you are, but fully trusting God. I opened up, uh, I, I keep a journal and I was just going to look at a couple of things I wrote in 2018. 
And this last thing that I wrote, uh, which was around uh, November, and it says, saying yes to my death. Because it says that we were crucified with Christ, we were buried with him, and then we were made alive in him. And the, the death of the old man has occurred. The old man was nailed to the cross. And now we are a new creation. And old things have passed away. And being able to embrace that. And we go through steps to get to that place of embracing. And I think a lot of things that help us to really get there are the things that we don't like, like the struggles. The struggles and the challenges that we go through are things, it's like struggles and challenges, I think, are like being in a storm and there's this wind blowing and you're in your boat and you have your, you set your sails. And so you've got the, 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 it looks like it's just gonna take over your boat, but somehow these sails capture this wind and it thrusts you forward. It moves you forward through this vast ocean. And the sails are like, I see them as our faith, as our belief in God. That, that is the thing that catches whatever comes at us. Our trust in God, our faith in God, and our belief in God catches that and uses the momentum of the challenge and the struggle because challenges and struggles come with an, a, a type of energy. Amen. Amen. And the fact that we can take even a negative energy and connect it to something positive that brings power and brings light. And for me saying yes to my, to my death is saying yes, that I fully and completely belong to him. Amen. Embracing the fact that the life that I live, I no longer live it to myself, but I live it in him and, and through him. I'm going to read, because underneath that, I, uh, I have a scripture, and it's in Galatians. So I am turning to, and if you happen to have your Bible, or you can open up your um, your app on your phone, and and let's 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 go to uh, Galatians, and we're going to chapter twelve. Okay, you probably can hear my pages flipping. Oh, mine too, mine too. Wait a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Galatians two. My my, I have it abbreviated, and my L looks like a one, but it's actually uh, there's no twelve chapters in Galatians. Pardon me. So we're going to Galatians two, and I'm going to start reading in verse twenty, and I'm I'm going to read out of the Amplified first. Now. Note carefully what I am telling you, for it is the truth. I write this as if I were standing before. The bar of God. Excuse me. Read again. I got a tiny little, uh, these little tiny letters. Well, praise Jesus. But I did not see any of the other apostles. Oh, I'm starting in verse 20. I mean, 19. Excuse me. Verse 20. Get it together, Pat Randall. Now, note carefully what I am telling you, for it is the truth. 
I write this as if I were standing before the bar of God. I do not lie. Then I went into the district countries, regions of Syria and Silica. And so far, I was still unknown by sight to the churches of Christ in Judea, the country surrounding Jerusalem. They were only hearing it said. He who used to persecute us is now proclaiming the very faith he once reviled and which he set out to ruin and tried with all his might to destroy. And they glorified God as the author and source of what had taken place in me. So I'm going to read it now in the King James. Now the things which I write unto you, behold, before God, I lie not. Afterwards, I came into the regions of Syria and Cilicia and was unknown by face unto the churches of Judea, which were in Christ. But they had heard only that he which persecuted us in times past now preaches the faith which once he destroyed, and they glorified God in me. And this was them recognizing that Paul was born again. Yeah. That old Paul that had persecuted the church, that were seeking to destroy those who believed in Jesus, was now himself a completely new person. And from that point forward, Paul considered himself to be a slave to Christ, mm -hmm. a prisoner. So he was no longer free to do whatever he wanted to do. He made up in his mind that he was a prisoner to Christ. And he lived his life in such a way that it's hard for the enemy To get to you when you become a prisoner of Christ because nothing else matters to you anymore because it's all of, it's all about Jesus. And so the things that he would tempt you with, like the things of our flesh, those fleshly things that we are pulled away, we're pulled away by our careers. Uh, we're pulled away because we're seeking attention or we're pulled away because we're seeking title. We're pulled away because we're seeking uh, a romantic relationship. We, we, we get pulled away. We're pulled away because money is drawing us and success is drawing us. But once we become a prisoner, Amen. Amen. completely captured by him, it doesn't matter. So that's why Paul was able to like abound and be a base because it didn't it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter if he was in in physical prison. It didn't matter if he was doing well and ha and had no needs in the natural realm. It did not matter because he was a prisoner of Christ. Amen. And what, and you know, it doesn't, well, yes, it does. When I think about it, when Paul writes in those earlier chapters in Roman, Romans, he's really sharing the, his process. Yeah. Because he had to go through a process. Uh, and, and, and it was through the renewing of his mind was the process that took him there because the reality of what Christ had done with him on that road that day to Damascus, that was the reality. But now this mind that had been conditioned to think a certain way and that had a certain pattern about it was now being retrained to capture all of these thoughts that would seek to exalt itself above the knowledge of God 
learning how to pull those down, recognizing what those strongholds were. He shared that struggle with us. He also shared the breakthrough when he realized that he needed the spirit of God in order to have the breakthrough, that this wasn't a self-discipline thing. This was a, a letting go and allowing the spirit of God to do what only the spirit of God can do. Amen. I am, um, I'm, I'm going to move from that to um, maybe just one uh, moment of prayer. Lord, we praise you and we thank you. We thank you for 2019. Even though for you, the only thing that exists is now. You live in the eternal now. Lord, I thank you that in this year that we will really learn how to persevere, how to not be anxious for anything, to be able to, to stay present in the moment, in the moment understanding that right now is all that exists for us and to be fully present, not to be thinking about what happened yesterday or thinking about what is going to happen tomorrow, but being fully present right here, right now with you. Because in this place is where we hear your voice. In this place is where we get our instructions being now and being present with you. So I thank you, Lord, that as these words that I have spoken is going forth, that people are being still. They're being still in this moment. And they're seeing you and only you and hearing you hearing your voice and only your voice right now in this moment. We thank you for words of knowledge, words of wisdom. We thank you for dreams and visions. We thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. But Lord, our desire is to always remember that it's about our relationship with you. You are our first love. And we thank you. We praise you. We glorify your name in the earth. Amen. Amen. I was um, looking outside and... Um, Actually, it was a few minutes ago, and actually while I was um, reading the different names and titles of God, um, it's a pretty overcast day today, and as I was reading the names of God, a sliver of blue, like the clouds separated, and then this sliver of blue sky peeked through, and then the trees started to sway in the wind. And it made me think of the song uh, written by Hillsong called So Will I. Mm -hmm. And I thought about, and then you made the mention of wind. And it made me think of the, the line that goes, if the wind goes where you send it, so will I. And I was thinking about um, how all of nature and creation also speaks to, to who God is. And... Um, even as Pat Randall was talking about being a prisoner of God, you it's hard to describe, but there is so much freedom in being a prisoner, if I could say that, um, because you get to, in the state of being a prisoner of God, you get to let go of your own expectations, 
for yourself and for your life and for others. And you get to rely on the person who created you and the, the person of God who knows you and who loves you to, to help you manage and steer the course and show you which way to go. And it is such a freeing experience to walk with God. Um, I cannot express how, how much joy I have personally felt when I have heard the Lord speak to me. Um, and even in just the small things, sometimes it is like a clear sentence or phrase that he actually says to me, or sometimes it's through, you know, a blue sky, you know, peeking through the clouds or through the wind blowing. But there is such great freedom in being um, a prisoner of God and knowing that um, as you walk through this journey, that you have someone who knows what's best for you and who knows what will bring you joy and who knows um, the tomorrow before yesterday. So there's no need to fear in the process. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Do you hear a song? Yeah. Well, first of all, I just want to say that this, this, this whole recording conversation is, this recorded conversation, was not really planned. At least it wasn't our plan. Well, it just sort of rolled, flowed, I'll say, not rolled, but I'll say it, it flowed. Um, and Jordana happens to be home today. She's actually a federal government employee. So she's on a- uh, Furlough. Uh, right, she's on furlough. So she happened to be here. And I had other plans about um, today's broadcast, and it didn't quite fall into place. And we've decided to just record. So there's nothing planned about it. We're just kind of flowing with it. Now, that's a place that I'm usually... I, I like to have a little plan. I always like to, even, even if it's a little, a skeleton plan, a couple little of bullet points, something, something, something. But to start from nowhere, to just start. Um, and that's a place of, of trust. Because we love, at least I love to plan. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do. I love I love to plan. I love to know what the plan is. What the plan <laughs> is, where we going, how we going, you know, all Don't the de all the details. What route are we taking? Yes. And so often you it's so funny because the scripture tells us to, you know, write the plan, uh, write the vision, make it, make it plain is more important when we're moving as a group because everyone needs to understand what the marching orders are and so the vision does have to be plain it has to be something that people can see and follow yeah, yeah. if they've been called to be a part of that vision and a part of that 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 plan it needs to be plain so those that read it mm -hmm. but personally a lot of times you're not, God doesn't give you all the details. Mm, on purpose. He does, right, because so many times I have taken a word, and this is where waiting on God comes into place. God has spoken a word. I've gotten a word in prayer. And shortly following getting the word, I start to think about what that looks like and how it's going to happen, and what I must do to move that word forward. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily take the time to really wait. Like, get the word, but don't assume that you know all the details, mm -hmm. that you know exactly what God is doing. And so being able to not be anxious, to, to just 
just wait because we watch time so because it's like, wait a minute, it's five years now or it's two months or it's 10 years and God, you spoke this and because we're watching time. Mm. And I think that in watching time, we can miss some things because we're not fully present in the now. Mm -hmm. And so getting to that place where I stay, I stay right here, right now, that, that my mind is where my, 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 where I am in this moment. Amen. And just resting. I'm waiting to hear instructions. Sometimes God will just have you do one small thing. He might make you, he, not make you, but he may have you take a, a giant step. And then sometimes it's a little tiny step. But whatever it is, it doesn't matter if it's tiny or big because everything is, if darkness and light are a light to God, so is tiny and big. Because think about it. He took those fish, the few fish and a couple loaves, and he fed thousands of people. So we looked at it and, and say, that's not enough because it's so little. But clearly to God, there's no such thing as big and little. Because everything is sufficient in his hands. Because he is the provider. He is the provider. If we're only looking at what we can do and what we can provide by our own hands, it limits us. And sometimes we don't always recognize that that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. We think that we are, you know, trusting God, but we're still kind of manipulating things and, and, and not really giving full control, but... When you really focus on waiting on God, it begins to expose some things. It gives you the opportunity to let God show you. Instead of you trying to show God, God, I can be, I can do this for you. God, I can do that for you. God, I can be this for you. Mm -hmm. Just waiting for God to show us who he is and who we are. Mm -hmm. And even in when I think about, you know, the transition from 2018 to 2019 um, and thinking about the, the words that I've received and the prophetic things that have been spoken over my life um, and and then seeing some of the decisions I made in 2018, I'm like, God, I was Thank you that I wasn't on the way in that prophecy just yet because I see that you still got some stuff to work out. And so um, a lot of times, even if there have been some things, some passions, some visions, some ideas that you've been waiting on, listen, look at your 2018 and see some of the decisions you made. And and listen, you, you will see where you actually are because I know for myself, I definitely was even in the midst of those decisions, thinking, oh my goodness, I thank you, Jesus, that I was not all the way in where you, you know, where you've prophesied for me to be, because I still see that there is places where you need to grow me up. You need to grow me up. Yes, yes, yes. And to, and to embrace, to embrace that, that, um, that you have to wait on God to to mature you. I mean, just thank God that, well, I thank God that my growing process wasn't a, a, even as extreme as Paul was because Paul was physically blinded. Mm. God had to physically blind him. 
Well, Paul was a terrorist. <laughs> yeah, he was. Paul wasn't. Paul was an extremist. He needed a radical encounter. Yes, yes. <laughs> he was a terrorist. So, <laughs> praise God, praise God, praise God, That's praise what God. Jesus. You could be anything. God will listen. One, one encounter with Jesus can change everything. I don't care who you are, what you've done. One encounter can change everything. Yes, yes. You know, and 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 as you're saying that, um, when you even use the word terrorist, because that that's basically what Paul was. He was a terrorist. He was terrorizing people. And um, how we look at terrorists, you know, usually when we think about terrorists, we are. We act as if there's no hope for them. So our perspective is how can we contain them? How can we destroy them? How can we, we, we don't think that, we don't think about the fact that God can change a terrorist mm -hmm. into someone like the Apostle Paul. Amen. Because that's all the Apostle Paul was, was a terrorist. Absolutely. And so... Then we begin to realize that it, it's like that Mother, Mother Teresa quote. Mm -hmm. Oh, you want me to quote it? <laughs> yes, I want you to quote it. If you're too busy judging people, you don't have time to love them. There you go. If you're too busy judging people, you don't have time to love them. And that is what we do. We're supposed to be in the business of loving people. Because that's who we are. Amen. We are like our Father. God is love and we are love. Amen. 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 So back to the song. Do you have a song on your heart? Well, since we were just listening to that song, I'll just sing part of that. You're going to, you'll come in. I, whenever I hear mm -hmm. a verse that I recognize. Yes. He is jealous for me. His love is like a hurricane. I am a tree bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy. When all of a sudden I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory and I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me and oh how he loves us so oh how he loves us so he loves us oh how he loves us oh Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves. Oh, amen and bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. So, what would be your word of encouragement today as we enter, as we are in 2019? My word of encouragement for today, um, for me, it would probably be a repeat of something that um, I try and stay mindful of, um, no matter what the climate, no matter what the circumstance is, um, be grateful. Um, and it is it is so important, even speaking as someone who, you know, is not going to get a paycheck this weekend and who's going to have to, you know, call creditors and all those kinds of things. But I am alive, right? I am in good health. I am surrounded by family who loves me. There are so many things that I do have. So even without the paycheck this weekend, there is so much to be grateful for and to be thankful for. And listen, whether I end up on the street, like I still have Jesus. And so, um, it is it is hard for me to get too downtrodden because there are so many others 
around this nation and definitely around the globe who are literally um, standing in a place where they are, are using faith for like their next meal or where they're going to sleep tonight. And I don't have those kind of worries. And so um, gratitude is something that I try and hold dear to me close to my chest at every moment because um, I understand that, but for God, like I could have been in so many places. I could have been in jail or, you know, there are so many bad decisions I I have knowingly made um, that could have um, landed me in some very dangerous um, situations, not to mention the stuff that God kept me from that I don't even know about. So I just thank God and I'm grateful for even having the ability to share how good God is today. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And, you know, as you were talking about that, I was thinking about those families who walked thousands of miles to come to this country that ended up at our borders who were running away from a place that was unsafe, a place of violence, and hoping to come to a place of safety. And I just pray that people's hearts will begin to open up and understand just the courage that it takes to for you and your children to embark not in a car no okay not on a bus but you're on foot and you're sleeping outside and you have your children with you i can't even imagine what that is like But my prayer and my word of encouragement is to first really learn how to love yourself. I think a lot of our persecution of others come from the fact that we're not loving ourselves and we're not allowing God love to to reach us wherever we are <laughs> because sometimes we judge ourselves harshly and we feel that we don't deserve to be loved but this year really love yourself and understand how precious you are to to our father so precious that he would give his only begotten son for you and then to remember also that whatever the struggle whatever the challenge is especially with this uh, federal government being closed and people not receiving paychecks and people who are receiving services and contractors who are unable to pay employees because now they're they're not and 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 for contractors they won't be able to even recoup the money uh, for services that they were unable to provide. They can only uh, start from where they are once the government is open up. But just understand that all of this is temporary. And sometimes we fix our eyes so much on what is temporary, what is passing away, that we lose sight of the eternal things. And I know that God, when you shift your perspective, that God will show you something greater and do even greater things in your life. In your life. This is the God that parted the Red Seas and brought the Israelites into the promised land. This is the God that was with Daniel in the lion's den. This is the same God that's here today. And he's still doing miracles. He's bringing people back from the dead. Even now, as I speak, he's 
bringing people back from the dead, bringing people back from the brink of death. He is bringing prosperity into the lives that are have been suffering lack. And to just, just trust God. Love yourself. Really love yourself and trust God. So I want to just thank you for joining us yeah. during this hour. Amen. And I pray that you uh, hear something or you've heard something that will spark a fire in your soul, giving you hope. You cannot lose hope. Hope is very important for us. And our hope is not in, in things. Our hope is not in people. Our hope is in Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I'll be with you next week, God willing. Praise him, praise him. He's worthy. All right, y'all. Bye. Listen to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio. On Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Speaker.com, all of our broadcasts are available as podcasts through SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Blueberry.com, Zoom.com, Stitcher.com, Lisbon.com, and BlogTalkRadio.com. To listen to our broadcast by phone, dial 646-478-0660. Again, that number is 646-478-0660. Go visit and like our Facebook page, When Christians Speak Talk Radio. Also be sure to check out Christians Against Suicide and Depression. It's a page dedicated to sharing God's love, encouragement, and hope. There are prayer warriors standing by to receive prayer requests, doing intercession for those under attack by the lie and deception of the devil. We know that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. But praise God, Jesus came to set the captives free.